Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Well, it's uh, it's a strong, strong week. As always, we're, we're destroying the coronavirus swiftly and powerfully with great toughness and tremendous strength. And I had a phenomenal press conference today with with the the lying media. I'm, I, you know, I, I kind of, if I can use some rough language, I kind of bitch slapped a lot of these reporters. Uh, wow. I think they realize now they're not messing. This is a wartime president. This isn't some nice president. This isn't like a nice guy anymore. So we're feeling strong. I think Melania is going to get a good, uh, she's going to get plowed like she's a little Slovenian farm girl tonight and she might even stay awake for it. That's how much big dictator energy I'm feeling right now. Well, uh, I don't know if you'd be calling yourself a dictator, um, but well, I say you know I say that I know you're new to the podcast. Uh, what I'm, was your name again? J J Nog. All right. I've well, Fred. Okay. Fred. Yeah. Excuse me, Fred. The okay. you're new to the show, and that's okay. We're going to be nice. You know, I want to give everybody a fair chance. Of course. But uh, I say dictator is like kind of a show. You know, it's like a show joke. I'm not really a. I'm a. It's called a president, not a dictator. But I thought. You know, strike one. I thought you had a sense of humor. Obviously, you want to be, you know, the latest in a long line of tech stuff people <laughs> who could make it. Well, Mr. President, you are doing well with this podcast. You are uh, well, topping the charts. Well. Very and, well. Uh, just want to let everybody know, please, if you're enjoying this podcast, we all enjoy all the new listeners. Um, go on to iTunes and leave a review. Um, you know, give a five-star rating. And uh, if you're on social media, guys, please follow uh, at Trump Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Trump Pod Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, we're making podcasts great again. And also at JL Colvin, C-A-U-V-I-N, and at JNOG for Instagram and Twitter. So Who follow us, guys. <laughs> Who are those people? We're not doing – excuse me. Let me yes. – okay, you're not – Obviously, not only am I a better president than you, obviously, because you've never been a president, but I don't know if you, I have a great experience in branding and marketing and like apparently it was a mistake to let you do that. Here's the thing, okay? This is your president speaking person who's listening to this great podcast and you know it's great because you're listening to it. What we need, okay? Each of you that's become a fan, like you, I'm talking to you right now that's listening. You got to get one friend this week because this podcast has exploded. This is not, this is a fact. Even you, even you tech stuff guy who's probably, you know, a, a liberal fake American, you know that this podcast, the numbers have been huge over the last month. We need each person that's listening, okay? Not to be lazy. You go tell a friend, you share an episode with a friend, you say, I know you love the president and you're going to love his weekly podcast. And that's how we grow. Not by staying the same. Then we're lost, okay? Like the economy, it needs to keep growing and getting better. We need you and you and you and even you, black listener, to share with a friend, okay? Because it's not like cable, where like you're, you're cheating and stealing cable and giving it to your cousin Ray Ray or whoever. Podcast is free. So if you get your cousin to, to listen, it counts for us. So it's a good thing. We love all people. I love... African-Americans especially. So that's that's how it's done. Tech stuff guy who's definitely not a marketing guy. 
I just didn't want to demand and just share. But okay, everyone, just tell a friend and listen to what the president said. Thank you, Mr. President. Well, well said. I appreciate that. You were a very busy man today. You were up early today making an appearance on the Howard Stern show. You were speaking to Howard for a while. It was, a great, you know, because, uh, excuse me, Howard Stern is a, uh, a former good friend. And it was nice this morning we were able to kind of still be friendly, even though he said some terrible things. And he was kind of a pro-Hillary guy, which we don't like. But uh, no, it was great. And it wasn't too early for me because, as you know, I wake up at 4.15 to have my first round of uh, McGriddles. So it wasn't actually a big deal for me to get up and, uh, and talk to Howard Stern. But it was a nice talk and people should check it out. It was what day? What Monday. It was a Monday uh, Howard Stern episode. We talked for quite some time. How many McGriddles do you – how many rounds of McGriddles do you usually have? You said 4.15 is your first round? It's usually three, but I've had to go to four because of the corona and then, the, you know, everybody's doing a little stress eating. So I have four rounds of uh, McGriddles during this uh, COVID uh, coronavirus invisible. I call it the invisible enemy, trademark pending. Uh, so it's, uh, it's tough. And uh, today is Monday. We're recording. You had a very epic press conference today. Very interesting as always. So strong, and I think the media is finally realizing that they can't mess with me. They've tried to come at me, and uh, as they say, uh, if you come at the king, you should come at the king with great strength because the king will, uh, you know, not go down if you don't come with tremendous power. And uh, if you don't, then you might miss, and that's bad for you and good for me. I have a question, Mr. President. A, a lot of these, um, a lot of the press will ask you a question that you dislike, and then you go off on them, and then they don't say anything back. If someone from the press actually said something back to you after you went off on them, would you have respect for them, or would they be removed forever? How would you deal with that situation? No, we wouldn't remove them, and I have a great technique for that. We take the microphone away from them as soon as they ask their first question, so then they're like, helpless you know they're like a turtle on the back where they're like they want to move they want to do something but it's like you can't do anything you're a loser without a microphone so it's trust me i know all the game i know all the games and all the moves okay they're they're playing checkers and i'm playing go fish okay that's a much tougher game so i am you know they i am better than them and it's kind of sad is go fish tougher than checkers well, isn't that the same, you know, you, you know, they say you say somebody's playing checkers and then you say, no, well, I'm playing go fish to mean that you're like doing better than them. It's usually, it's chess. Chess is a strategic game, a big thinking game. Go fish is just matching and asking someone if they have a certain card. There's really no. Well, maybe a way you excuse me, maybe you go fish in like a like a, a stupid way. I have a very kind of tough go fish technique. So it's it's a it's a game of great strategy. So, so you have a different kind of go fish. I've, I didn't know that. I, it's a presidential go fish. Well, it's, I've never lost at go fish. Okay. In my entire life, never lost. And uh, so I stand by it. When the press plays checkers, I play go fish. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, I, 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 I I'm, I'm speechless because, um, Okay, Go Fish is your champion Go Fish player. Congratulations, Mr. President. That's that's awesome. 
uh, and your press conference today, very interesting. You you also you named a uh, a council to the to reopen uh, America Council. Can we go over this council real quick? Let's go over it. It's it's a talented group. It's a group of incredible patriots, incredible talent, and they're gonna work hard. Obviously, you know we want to be healthy. It's important that we're healthy. But this is like such a talented group that they're gonna help us get the economy back so quickly, like re- like unbelievably quickly. But let's see, we can go through it. But Mr. President, you picked, everyone on this council is in your cabinet. There's not one person who would give you a, a viewpoint that maybe is not in line with what you're thinking. They're, they're all under you. They're all hired by you. Do You think that's the best idea to hire all your people to well, make a great decision? Well, everybody's below me. I'm the president of the United States, but it's a group of great talent, okay? And that's what counts. I hired the best people. Okay. Okay. Well, so, let's go through it. You want me to go, go through, through it? Okay. Great talent. Uh, Mark Meadows, your, your chief a, of staff. A chief of staff, great guy, was very supportive of me uh, in Congress. Tough guy, very sharp guy. Um, part of the Freedom Caucus, okay? Very tough Republicans. These aren't the kind of Mitt Romney Republicans. So he's, uh, you know, he's not a doctor and he's not an economist. But he's a great guy, and I couldn't think of anybody better for this panel than 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 a guy whose whose name is Mark Meadows. But, <laughs> I can think of other people, but you don't have. Let's let's just go through this. Ivanka Trump. What what? How is she qualified to be on this council? Well, I'll ask you. How is she not qualified? Well, she's not an economist or a health expert, which is what this decision is made. But she makes. She makes me want to spend a lot of money and she makes my heart beat. So, you know, those that's economics and health right there. Okay. And Jared Kushner, why super, is he on? Super talented guy. Harvard. Went to Harvard, by the way. But why he's not an economist or a health expert either. Sorry, maybe you didn't hear me. Talented guy went to Harvard. <laughs> okay. Um, Steve Mnuchin. Ugly. Ugly as the day is long, but a very talented guy. Worked at Goldman Sachs. Has a very hot wife that a man with that face does not deserve. So with that guy, you know, that's a persuasive guy. That's a guy who knows how to get things done. Louise, his wife, she's like a fifth-rate actress, but she's a hot blonde and he's an ugly bag of shit. So if that doesn't impress you, I don't know what will. Because he can score someone out of his league. That's why he. Well, is... we're looking to do that on a major. We want to get the economy back to, a, to, you know, we want the economy. The economy right now is, you know, a brunette with cottage cheese thighs and three kids. We want to get it back to a hot 25 year old blonde model who loves sucking dick. That's where we want the economy. That's where it used to be. So we got to get it back there. And he's if he can do that with, with women, if he can pull great-looking women, I think he can uh, turn this around. So he's on the council to reopen America. Great guy. So you think it's going to transfer over to the economy of what he's does in, does well, he does in his tre- personal he's life? He's been the Treasury Secretary since I took office. And until the COVID, the coronavirus, the invisible enemy trademark pending, he was doing a great job. So let's keep it moving. We got more people. Uh, I think his name is Larry Kudlow. Is that how you pronounce his name? Larry Kudlow, former Kudlow. cocaine addict, history major, but was on CNBC. 
And that's TV economics. So, you know, I trust him. Of course. And then uh, Robert. Try get this guy's name. Uh, Lighthizer. Whoa, Lighthizer. very good. Half <laughs> a star for tech stuff guy. <laughs> Robert Lighthizer. He's like my trade guy. He's one of my trade people. I think he's one of my trade people. Yeah, I just rep. think he's, he's a good, strong looking white guy and uh, he's got a strong name. So. You want that kind of person on your council to reopen America. And Wilbur Ross. 430 years old, corrupt as fuck. <laughs> love him. Love him like a like a dead uncle. He's a wonderful guy. He memorably said, and he's, he wasn't wrong, he said that the COVID would be great for the American economy and American workers. So with a guy who sees that well into the future, who knows that much, then... You know what? Like, how can we go wrong with him on the council? So it's a great council. It's you know, it's six, it's six ugly white guys and an incredibly hot woman, and I think uh, we're just like one woman away from the end scene of uh, Requiem for a Dream. I agree. I mean, Mr. President, the thing is here is that you're trying to reopen America. It's based on economy, uh, to, you know, and- to the economy, not to like. You know, brown people. Uh, well, I'm. It's for everyone. It's every American, Mr. Well, President. Sure, in theory, it's, of course, it's it's everyone. But I'm saying, you have no one, no economists, no health experts on there. It's like if I was building a football team, and then I asked, like, I don't know, Andy Cohen and Gordon Ramsay to help me build it. They don't know nothing, anything about football. It's it's cooking and reality TV. Why are you picking people whose number one thing in life isn't health? And the economy. It, it does not make any sense, Mr. President. Do you run a billion-dollar business? No, I don't. Okay. Are you president? No, I am not. Is your wife, Have you ever had sex with Ivanka Trump? <laughs> no, I have not. Then you are not an expert in anything, based on my knowledge. Because one of those three... To be an expert, to be a great man... You've got to have one of those three things. And everybody on that panel has one of those things. Well, Mr. President, you talk about reopening America back up and you're saying you're going to reopen it. It's going to happen to Easter, which didn't. And you keep well, you pushing think about it. an ad. We have an ad idea for okay. this to promote. Remember Let's the movie it. Basic Instinct? Yes. So we're going to have all the guys on the committee sitting in like, you know, like a police interrogation room. Okay. We're going to have Ivanka in like a nice form-fitting white dress. And she's going to unspread her legs. And it's going to reveal that she's wearing no underwear. But there will be like a check. For like $1,200 sort of near her vagina. And then she'll close her legs again. And that will be America's way of knowing. We're giving you great things. And we're going to turn this around. Yeah, and everybody will be amazed. I mean, it's it's nice for you to give most Americans $1,200. But if you look what other countries are doing, they're doing a lot more for their citizens. I mean, some people are just taking care of I just of their- gave a... Raw vaginal shot of Ivanka <laughs> to America. No country's doing that. I can tell you, I guarantee you that nobody is doing that for the country. No. no that one is, is a billion dollar 
shot. Okay, so for every person that sees that, that's going to be like a billion dollars injected into the economy. <laughs> well, Mr. President, you, you keep going back and forth flip-flopping about when we're going to open America, and then you said you're going to try to push it to Easter. It didn't happen, and now you're telling everyone that it's up to the mayors and governors of each state. Is that what you're going to hold to, or is it going to change? Oh, no, it's not, it's not going to change. What it's going to be is the governors have to do what they have to do. But then when the media starts criticizing me and saying, oh, whose job is it? Then I step in and say, it's my job. And then I tell the governors that it's their job. So it's like I've I've done the work. Okay, like if I told you right now, like if I yelled at you, breathe. Breathe. Okay. I'm breathing. Exactly. And now it looks like I told you to breathe. And that's kind of the mind games I'm going to play with the governors. I'm going to say, fix your state. And then when they fix it, I'm going to take credit because I gave the order. All right. You're always so well thought out, Mr. President. Always well, so we're, playing, well we're playing go fish. We're not playing checkers. Well, last week, Mr. President, your son, Don Jr., uh, brought someone to your attention. You, you brought him up on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, the Tiger King. You know, he is Joe Exotic. Oh, sure. Joe, um, Joe Erotic. He's, uh, he's an interesting guy. Yes, well, you mentioned possibly looking into pardoning him, and you even asked the journalist to take a vote if you think you should pardon him at the press conference. Now, I do have a surprise. I have Joe Exotic, and we are going to patch him in right now to speak to you this evening. This call will be recorded and monitored. I have a collect call from... Joe Exotic. Hello. Hey there, it's Joe Exotic. Thank you for taking my collect call from the Oklahoma City Jail. And uh, it's good to be here about my innocence. I just have to say, if the tiger cage is not full, the court is full of bull. All right. Well, okay, we're going to see first off about maybe tech stuff guy, if we can maybe get that collect call routed back to his commissary. Okay, I didn't agree to pay for any collect calls on this. I understand. Uh, this interview, okay? We're doing a nice thing for the, the Joe, Joe Tropic, and it's a nice thing that we're doing. And the fact is, I don't really want to pay for his call. But nice you, to see you know you're a good guy. We like we like what you're doing. We've enjoyed the uh, Tiger King. They call it. They call him the Tiger King, and we enjoyed the uh, series. Don Jr., my quote unquote son, he showed me the uh, couple of the episodes, and uh, it was good stuff. And I, I was uh, very impressed, very impressed with the uh, Tiger stuff. Now, Joey, what? Uh, do you, what? I, I'm sorry. There's, there's an echo. I am calling from jail, and I, I, I am gonna let that slide, like, like, like one of my workers under a tiger cage about you not taking my collect call. But continue there. Your, your honor receipt. Um. Well, Joe Exotic, I have a question for you. Since the documentary aired, how has prison life changed for you? And then on top of that, getting an endorsement or possible endorsement from the president. Um, are you a celebrity in prison now? What, what's going on? Well, I tell you what, my ass is worth a whole lot more now. <laughs> that's, that's Sign up for Cameo. You got to get the ass on Cameo. I hear they're giving great uh, – they pay a lot on Cameo if you do like a video, so – well, I got to tell you, I, I, that's what I call being in the showers because I just go in real quick and then I leave. Just a quick little cameo because uh, <laughs> it gets pretty rough in there. I, 
I'm I'm pretty popular, and you would think as a as a gay gun toting. For some reason, I have a southern accent, but I lived in in Oklahoma that I would be into all the attention my ass is getting. But I'll tell you, it's, I didn't know that you could get nipped in the bud by a tiger not being near any of them. I'll tell you what. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's uh, I think the accent is called it's like a universal white trash accent. Like sometimes remember Eminem when Thank he was in you. Detroit, his mother sounded like she was from like a trailer in Alabama. And it's like. It's it's a beautiful. It's like the official language of Trump. You know the white trash accent. So yes, it's, we love it wherever right. it is. It's a beautiful Thank thing. Thank you. I I appreciate that turn. I'm glad you brought up race. Why can they say it but we can't? I just don't understand. Well, actually, you know, you you don't have the relationship with Kanye that I do, but in private, he has given me permission. So I can say it, but I'm not out of respect. It's called respect. I'm not going to say it in front of you because you're not an african-american uh god damn it well i you know you bring up the word respect and i throw the respect back onto you sir president honor honorable chancellor of the country thank you well this you know what and this is why a few you may not know this because i don't know if you listen to our great podcast a couple of weeks ago, we actually discussed. I, I don't know if you know this. I, I don't have much access to technology in this jail. <laughs> well, we'll see what we'll see what we can do. Maybe we can like you know sneak in, uh, sneak in some. Uh, what do they do? The iPods? Is that what has the uh, the iPod the shows? IPhone. The yeah. Apple Casts? The Apple Casts? You know they do the talking. Great. And what appreciate we're looking. Appreciate you. Appreciate well, you. Well, you know you seem like a great guy, and that's why we talked about a few weeks ago maybe bumping. Big gay Mike Pence off of the ticket and getting a more kind of flamboyant, energetic gay man to kind of rev up the ticket, give more excitement. Because Pence, you see Pence, he's like a, you know, he's that kind of like that quiet, you know, serious, keep the gay inside kind of gay I, guy. I, I mean, I, let me tell you something. I mean, you know me, you watch a documentary. I like my gays. Tatted up and chill, but that man, he got no tattoos and he chill. I never seen a homo like him in my life. You need me to hop into that office, put a little firecracker under everyone under under everyone's ass, and say it is okay to be gay and Republican. And let me tell you something: I'm I'll run on platform, fags with guns. That's what I want everyone to have in this country. If you, we're gonna we gonna make. If you suck a dick, you get a gun. We need a gay army. A gay army to fight ISIS. How are they gonna take? How are they gonna want to attack us? If we all gay, huh? Well, I've had a platform. This is it's very. You know, this is why I know we would get along. I've had a platform for years. Okay, I want to put the gays yes. and our and our very great athletic blacks on the front lines of every war. Right uh, away, send the blacks and the gays. To the front lines as quickly as possible. I would love to serve this country while I'm serving the brothers at the same time. Thank you, President, your honoracy of the magistrate president. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You know what? Respect back to you, Joe Tropic. Yes, (laughs) yes. And I'm going to ignore that just because I bow at your altar wherever you go. I will give my blood for you, my life for you. I know you won't give anything back to me. No help. Well, you know, to be no honest, I've read a little care. bit. I've read a little bit about the blood laws, and I don't think you're technically allowed to donate blood. But I, pre- you know, I appreciate the thought. But you know, not allowed to donate. 
Mr. That, President. That, that, I, I would just like to say that uh, if you do have AIDS and you haven't died yet in 2020, you probably have superhuman blood. So put that in your mind and tinker it around. Yes, interviewer. <laughs> Um, now, Does he Mr. know? Pre- excuse me, tech yeah. stuff guy. Does yes. he know Charlie Sheen? Because I feel like Charlie Sheen has the ti- the tiger blood, and Ooh. he's he's uh, got he's got the HIV. So he's like maybe Charlie Sheen. If 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 Joe, if uh, you know Joe uh, Magnificent can't get out of jail in time, maybe we can put Charlie Sheen as VP. It's a good backup plan, Mr. President. Also, oh. I was wondering if if Joe Exotic does get out of prison and becomes. Um, the vice president, um, would you allow him to have tiger cubs in the White House? I think that's important to Joe Exotic. Well, how many cubs are we talking about? Joe, how many cubs would you want in the White House? I mean, I, I would want I, at least five in every room. <laughs> I think, I think, how can, how can you be upset with the state of the world if you got a tiger cub in your hand? And and also, second of all, I would like to I would like to appoint Doc Antle to Secretary of State. He would be very good at discussing stately things instead of whatever secretary we have. And well, also, that guy was that was that the guy in South Carolina? Was that the uh, Myrtle Beach? Myrtle, what, where? Well, you know, they're all the same to me. Uh, but he was the guy who he had all like the eighteen-year-old girls, right? He's like the Jeffrey Epstein of Tiger people. He, he is Jeffrey Epstein, and that's why we need to watch him to make sure he doesn't shoot himself in the back of the head suicide. Well, exactly. I think, you know, because I've been looking for a replacement for, for the great Jeff Epstein, I think this guy, Doc, I really see him as a potential, like, you know, surrogate Jeff Epstein. We could bring I, I him mean, in. He, we could bring you both in. He is a doc. He is a PhD, a pretty heavy dick. And I just got to say, I, I I mean, you are a great man, but that man, I bowed his feet. I would just love to have his ability to get young, smooth men to follow me wherever I go. But back to your point, I think ultimately I would run on a platform of uh, uh, five cubs in a room, murder Carol Baskins, murder her husband Howard, dig their bones up, take whatever's left of their flesh. Feed them to the tigers. Let me masturbate over their graves. And then second of all, education. It's important for <laughs> children to be in school. I love that. That is, that's an incredible, strong platform. Very Christian platform as well, which I like. And uh, I think we can do that. I just want to know, is it possible? I'd like to get Ivanka and maybe M- Melatonin as well, but definitely Ivanka into like some sexy lingerie kind of tiger photos would you be able to kind of be vice president slash white house staff photographer of smutty porn images of the first daughter uh let me just tell you you saw the documentary you've seen my outfits if anyone knows how to dress like a slutty princess it's old joe exotic i will whip (laughs) them into shape and leopard print pink i'll even tattoo damn some bullet holes on ivanka's chest and make her look like she's a wanted criminal. <laughs> well, you know what? I can tell you that I am at full attention right now with that description of Ivanka. So it's a beautiful thing. I think we got it. I think we've got uh, Trump. Pence better look out. He better watch himself at the glory holes because I think we've got a new VP. Get, get I, out of the way, gay robot. Here comes gay exotic. 
I feel the chemistry between you two, and you guys would be a monster ticket. And uh, and, and Joe, we here right now. I think your uh, the the collect call is running out. Uh, so Joe Exotic, uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. And uh, if you can plug who you really are now, Joe Exotic, just so all the listeners can find out who you are and and find you on social media. Well, sure. Uh, I'd like to plug who I really am, and that's Joe Exotic, owner of the G&W Zoo. And I would like to say also, fuck Jeff Lowe. And if you have time, when you're in between Pet and Tigers, you should look up my favorite comic, Ian Fidance. He can be found on Instagram at iAnimal and Twitter at Ian Finance, and he is a great cartoon that keeps me, it really keeps my mind away from all the anal rapings I get in jail. It's called Surviving with Gary and Ian, a new panel cartoon every day at 11 a.m. It really keeps my spirits lifted. It's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. We love to hear about great spirituality in prison. It's a great thing. Joe Exotic, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. And um, and good luck with everything, and hopefully uh, the president uh, pardons you. Here Thanks for coming on. Kitty. That's right, and I saw a tiger, and a tiger saw man. Now that was a that was a great great conversation between you and and Joe Exotic, Mr. President. A very I, dynamic I didn't know you guys... guy. Very very dynamic. Very uh, charismatic. I think they call it. He's a a lot of energy, a lot of great Republican values, but kind of like the new Republican Party, the way I've made it. So I think we could have a great future. I think it would help, even though he's not a black, it would help if Kim Kardashian would visit the White House, you know, to personally seek his release from prison. I would be willing if she were if she were to give me a full release. I would be willing to release Joe Exotic. It's a, I think it's a good deal, even though he's obviously not an African. In fact, but he does say the N word like an African American. So I think that maybe he's maybe he's like N word grandfathered in. So a release for a release. Release for a release. That's going to be our new program. We're going <laughs> to if you are if you are Kim Kardashian or a woman that is equivalent. You can remember those those like ASPCA commercials where it's like for only 20 cents, you can save a kitten. Well, for only one release, hot chick, you can save a prisoner. It's a good it's a good uh, it's a good exchange. Oh, shit. Now, Mr. President, I didn't know you had so much in common with Joe Exotic. You guys really hit it off, I thought. Well, there's, I mean, there's a common thread of loving your country and being a person of faith and being a strong Second Amendment guy and being just a overall quality sort of American. So I think we have differences, obviously, but I think we have some strong similarities as well. And I think he's a good guy. So it's, it's, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, he is a good guy, and um, Mr. President, we um, we did have Obama on. Uh, on, on last week, you did speak to him last week, which was impressive. Saying, a lot of pe- excuse me, a lot of people are saying that was a disgraceful episode. That's why we put it in the Patreon. We didn't think. I don't want the poorly educated and the poorly paid to have access to that. Well, we do have other guests coming on the Patreon. I heard you are going to make some calls to different businesses and surprise them next week for the Patreon. Is that true? Well, I think a lot of small businesses in America would love to hear from their president. So I think we're going to put 
some of those calls that we have with small businesses, we're going to put them on uh, only available for the Patreon Patriots. That's right. So available for Patreon Patriots, you get the movie review show, uh, Rotten Oranges, you get bonus episodes, you get special guests, prank phone calls, whole lot of new stuff. So uh, patreon.com slash mpga for Patreon. There's two levels, uh, BGMP for $5 a month, and you go to the Ivanka level for six ninety a month, which I suggest going six ninety because you know what? If you're going to do it, go all out, right? Go Ivanka level. I prefer um, my favorite position is actually a uh, an eighty one. You know what an eighty one is? I don't know what an eighty one is. It's where I lie there and two whores occupy uh, you know both ends. <laughs> it's an eighty one. <laughs> it's a new position. It's called an eighty one. It's my it's favorite called... position. I do nothing and they do all the work. <laughs> it's a presidential eighty one. It's an 81. Just an 81. Okay. Well, again, everyone, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. Now, this guy you have a very love-hate relationship with, Mr. President uh, Fauci. Um, there, was, there was a tweet that went out from, um, it's uh, what is it called, the, the One uh, American News Network, OAN, people call it. Tremendous tweet- News Network. They're, they're like... If you like me and you realize that Fox News is nothing but a bunch of liberal, progressive, Democrat-loving, Trump-hating pieces of shit, go to OAN because they're like the true Trump Republican. You know, Fox News is just, they're basically like CNN at this point. It's disgusting. They, in fact, they criticized me three times yesterday. Three times, Fox News. Three in one day. In one day. So it's like they've obviously gotten the full Democrat thing, except for like Hannity, who's a great, great guy, and Laura Ingram, who's a, 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 well, you know, she proves that like not every tall, skinny blonde is hot. She managed to kind of get all the right adjectives, but it comes together like a piece of shit. But she's a great conservative and a great lady, and we respect her. But, uh, no, I think it's uh, One America News is One America News Network is like one of the beautiful things that we've got going. The women that work there are like, you know, like Fox News hires like nines and tens. So they have like a lot of confidence. And, you know, they had their movie come out where it's like, you can't touch me anymore, rich man. One America News is not like that. They're like, I mean, they're, they, they might as well be addicted to meth, but the meth is Trump. They, they'll do anything for, for an interview with Trump or one of my associates. I mean, they are, I think the blacks call it thirsty. <laughs> I mean, they're dehydrated. They're not just thirsty. They're dehydrated because they're like sevens, okay? The women are like sevens, but they they grind it out like, they're te- like they want to be tens. They want to like, so it's a great effort. They're great people. Um, they love Trump. They're willing to exchange sexual favors for exclusive interviews. And it's, that's what we want out of a news network. So it's a great thing. And when they tweet, when they tweet things, I support their tweets. But they had a hashtag, Fire Fauci. Why would you retweet something where he is the face of basically fighting this virus in our country? And, you know, and, and you're basically retweeting to get rid of him. When you oh, retweet no, something, no. You... Uh, re- you ever hear this term, retweets are not endorsements? No, I've never heard of that. Well, that's the thing I invented. 
I just made that up this week. It's called retweets don't equal endorsements. Sometimes, you know, you get an OAN reporter. She's like 24. She's, you know, failed out of college, but she's like an evangelical Christian and her parents wanted to do good and support the president. So then you kind of cultivate a relationship with that reporter and you say, come here, seven. Uh, How'd you like to do an 81 with your other reporter? <laughs> and, you know, you give them you give them a retweet. You tell them that they're like smart and pretty, even though they're like dumb and like mediocre. But you cultivate it. It's called cultivating. I learned it from uh, two of my two great friends, R. Kelly and Jeffrey Epstein. They taught me a lot about <laughs> it's called cultivation. And. So you nurture these OAN reporters because they're not talented, they're, they're, but they love Trump. And so you give them a retweet from the president. And you know what? When you retweet an OAN reporter, they get between the sheets. It's called a retweet for the sheets. And it's a beautiful thing. And so it's kind of a nice relationship to have with the reporters at OAN. So we, I don't always agree with it. I think Fauci's been wrong in a lot of things. I think he's an arrogant little Italian. Um, but I think he's obviously smart. He's got some medical talent and we're, you know, we support him. We're not going to fire him, but if it makes an OAN reporter feel good, you know, to have daddy Trump retweet them, you know, and maybe they, uh, do a private interview at the white house on a Sunday afternoon while melatonin is, uh, out shopping with the secret service, you know, and then it's a nice thing. OAN, OAN, it's, it's a great thing. And you're you're now suing a Wisconsin TV station for a commercial bad mouthing you, Mr. President. Now, I mean, how petty are we getting right now? Isn't don't you have more important things on your plate than a commercial bad mouthing you? No. <laughs> Next think, question. Okay. Well, this is disturbing. Uh, Surgeon General, did you see that statement that he made? talking about um, black people and telling them not to drink and don't do drugs and social distancing and a great, sure a great take... message, a great message from a great man and great African-American man. And, you know, they want to make it into a thing that it was racist. And I think that's disgraceful. I think that's a good message. Tell big mama, tell auntie, tell pop, pop. Ab abolita, abolita. I think that's what the, uh, the Latins say. Um, tell your, uh, tell your T.O. We got the T.O.'s. Remember T.O.'s? That's what, like, the uncle. It's your uncle in, in, in Mexican, Puerto Rican language. It's your T.O. And you got to tell them not to drink and to put the Kool-Aid down. I, I had a much longer presentation that he edited. I was actually very mad because he edited it down. You know, I, I wrote a full thing for him when we were in the meeting. I said, tell the blacks to put the Kool-Aid down to not use the crack pipe, to stop liking videos of big booty hoes on Instagram, to not have so many Newports, to not drink the 40s, to tip more when you go to a restaurant, you got to tip more. To stop and shooting dice on the corner? Is that a, an also? No, we're okay with that. That doesn't affect the coronavirus. It's social distancing. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Half a star for tech stuff. <laughs> well, you know what, though? But if the blacks don't social distance, then, you know, then 
you know, maybe there's not, you know, not as many Democrats. I'm going to say Democrats because we're not being racist. But, you know, what? if some of the blacks can't social distance and like Democrats can't vote or like, you know, the numbers go down, then it's it's called politics. Mr. President, if I referred to your mother or father as Pop Pop or Big Mama, you, you wouldn't think that's strange? I would say, excuse me. I don't have blacks in my family. <laughs> God. My oh, father gosh. was father. My mother was mother. Well, the, the last thing I want to talk to you about, Mr. President, is that this virus is, uh, studies have come out, the virus is affecting uh, black people and brown people, brown people at higher rates. What, what do you have to say about that? Well, I think it's uh, it's surprising, first off. I think it's very surprising because if you've watched sports and pornography, you know that they're often very strong and very talented and athletic. And, you know, I think it's sad because I guess th I would think they would be more more strong against the coronavirus, you know? When was the last time you saw uh, like a Chinese guy beat up a black guy in like a sporting event? Doesn't happen. And yet this little invisible enemy, that the invisible enemy, trademark bending, is attacking blacks very strongly. And I think it's 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 scary. It's scary to think about. Um, so we're actually going to start studying it. Okay, we're going to start doing a study. Because everybody says that I'm racist. Everybody says, oh, Donald Trump is racist. Oh, no. I care. I care because I have friends who are African-American. O.J. Simpson. Okay? <laughs> Mike Tyson. Don King. Okay? These are great people. All have been accused of either rape or murder. These are great people. <laughs> and awesome. so what I've done is we're talking to uh, officials in Alabama and we're thinking about starting a study to figure out why African-Americans are so it's called disproportionately impacted. And we're going to do this study at uh, Tuskegee University. And we're thinking about calling it the Tuskegee Experiment. And I think there I think, are already experiments there. Well, well, you, you know, well, no, that, that's, you know, that's not true. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about doing helpful experiments we ask african americans to come voluntarily for an experiment to, to learn more about how the covid is affecting african americans it's fully funded it'll be at tuskegee university and we're going to call it the tuskegee experiment okay don't forget that tuskegee experiment and i think we're going to have a great response because it'll show that their president cares and wants to help and like do the right thing as a black once said in a movie I don't think that's a good idea, Mr. President. Well, you know what? We've already got it funded, and we're going to start. <laughs> we're we're going to start it next week because we want to get this uh, done. And the study will probably last past election day, okay? And then probably like December, everybody will be done. They might be ashy, and they can't blame that on they can't blame Jesus that on the Christ. experiment though, because it's going to be winter, and then they want to say, "Oh, the the Tuskegee experiment made us ashy." Not true. Fake news. Fake ashy. <laughs> well, 
I, I learned a lot today, Mr. President. I must say you, you do have a lot going on, and I, I wish you luck with the virus and defeating um, the invisible enemy. Um, trademark pending. Trademark pending, of course. You won't and, be allowed uh, to use that soon, by the way. I, I know. And um, and for, for all the listeners, we appreciate how this podcast is growing and growing. And um, It's growing like when I see Ivanka in a bathing suit over the summer. We're, we're talking about that kind of rapid, strong, powerful growth. Exactly. And get, give a, give a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave a review. The more reviews, the more ratings. Uh, I don't know. We just go up in the charts. You know how the, that goes. I'd and, like um, to talk about the business for a second as a business expert. Sure. Thank you, Dex, uh, Fred. Uh, here's the thing. We're getting talked to by sponsor people, okay? People who want to sponsor the show. And our numbers are very strong. But as I said at the beginning of the episode, if you get one friend to become a fan of the show, our numbers will be huge. All it takes is each person that's listening now, if you're a fan of the show, which I assume you are because it's the best. A lot of people say it's the best podcast, basically, that there is. You give one friend, you get one friend to become a fan, subscriber, reviewer of the show. The show will be even bigger. And then we're, gonna, we're talking serious sponsorship money. And that's a great thing. That's right. And uh, also before the sponsors come, join the Patreon. Two levels, BGMP, Ivanka level, bonus material, bonus episodes, prank calls, special guests, patreon.com slash MPGA. And if you're well, not, not following. prank calls. They're just the president calling. Well, of course. Of course. Uh, uh, great business people. Of course. So they're not prank calls. Uh, president I surprising. call strong business people in America and tell them what a great job they're doing and invite them to White House events. There you go. So it's uh, just encouraging phone calls from the president. And you can check that out, patreon.com slash MPGA. And if you're not following us on social media, it's at Trump Pod and Making Podcasts Great Again on Facebook, at JL Colvin, at JNOG. Um, you guys are awesome. We appreciate you guys. And um, we break character for a second. I just want to wish JL congrats uh, on Howard Stern. That That is awesome. And you guys can listen. Uh, you should be on probably every single week. And today's appearance was awesome. 20 minutes on Stern. That barely happens ever. So I want to wish you congratulations. And it's awesome. Who the fuck is JL? <laughs> I know Howard mentioned him. Howard mentioned him a couple hey, of times. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Jay. Hey, guys. Awesome. Um, I guess I've, we've already given our pitches, but uh, Jay and I are very grateful. Uh, yes, I was on Howard Stern. You can check that out, and hopefully it becomes a regular thing. Um, but I was uh, – we've done our pitches, so we want to just thank you for uh, the support of the Patreon page, for becoming new fans, hopefully regular fans and, and reviewers of the podcast. But seriously, this week – even if you can't, even more important, we'd love for you to join the Patreon, of course. But equally as important, I would say, here's your assignment. Either <laughs> join the Patreon, thank you, or get one friend to like listen to a favorite episode of yours and convince them that they should become kind of regular listeners. So if you have no friends or you've already gotten a bunch of friends to listen, then give us some money on the Patreon and you get more content. But if, you, if you're short on money or you don't want extra content, but you do like the show, get a friend to, to, to download an episode or two and hopefully 
if you like it and you know your friend's sensibilities, then hopefully, you know, they would become fans too. So uh, I guess that's it. Um, and uh, God help us all. <laughs>